we don't do this a lot anymore. We used to do this all the time to yeah, each other yeah, is go, sure. I'm not telling you anything until I turn on the mic. Oh, and oh Kayla yeah. actually did it with the nut. Well, she kind of, she might've told us. But now Jen has the same thing. We don't know what you wanted to tell us, but you said that you wanted to tell us about your day. Yeah, you wouldn't tell me. Jen was my ride. I was with, first of all, I was with you like most oh, of the morning. Yeah. And it was yeah. awesome. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> By most of the morning, she means like an hour and a half in the middle of. And yeah. <laughs> uh, me and Corey and Brittany took the girls to the zoo, just to the park for like an hour and a half. And Corey and I are sitting there. And I was like, yeah, it's a bummer Wait, that Kayla could me into No, this? no, I'm saying this. I said, yeah, it's a bummer that Kayla's at Olive and R. And then I went, wait, what day is today? Nope. <laughs> Corey's like, Wednesday? Because <laughs> I'm used to recording on Mondays. My whole brain was like. Y'all just didn't invite me. We didn't invite yeah, you. We totally you thought you were like, uh, it was my fault. Okay, I okay, totally fall on the sword for that. But before you yes. tell us about this, though, let's do our, our business. Oh, okay. Um, yes, boss. Oh no! <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm being a jerk today. <laughs> I don't know. Go like follow us on the things. Follow, so follow us. us on the things. You know, like chat YouTube. with us online. YouTube, Hi, just Facebook. Google. Hi, my name is Mom. Just, just go to all the places. Google us. Should we just like just turn it into that? Let's just turn it into Facebook, just like Instagram. Hi, my name is Mom. Official. You YouTube.com. can Google my me. Name is Mom. You can Google me. <laughs> If you want to find me, Google me. <laughs> I'm everywhere. <laughs> wow. Wow. She goes away for like four weeks. She comes back. She's like, like on her fire. head is like. <laughs> she's listening to all our content going, they really if need my voice. If you want to like me, you can find me yourself. You, you can find me yourself. <laughs> you know my name. I'm dead. Oh my God. Oh That's Kayla Kenny. I'm crying, guys. <laughs> I was saying that. <laughs> Us. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm not that self-involved. Kayla Kinney isn't. I'm a name is mom. So you. Oh, I'm kidding. We are wives, entrepreneurs, entertainers, executives. And at the end of the day, we are all moms. All at the same time and never in the same order. <laughs> this is Hi, My Name is Mom, a podcast about motherhood. Here are your hosts, Jen, Corey, and Kayla. Anyway, Corey and I were together all morning. <laughs> okay, maybe I know what happened. No, Do you don't. Okay. So I we're it, it. I am having the most productive day. It's a great day. I did all these things. Mm. Right, started the day with like all my chores getting done. I had some of my neighborhood friends over for mahjong, which is like you know the old. It's like the Asian tile game. It's amazing. I right? love You're, that. You have to be like eighty to play mahjong. You played a game in the middle of the day. Well, I no, was just I played say- a game at seven forty-five a.m. Until 9.30. My mind is blown. Right. I okay. love, you were such like a 1950s housewife and that sounds <laughs> like, let's get together and play Sometimes. bridge. Like, yeah. Let's play like, mahjong. Bridge, like, mahjong. mahjong. Uh, yeah. So that was my morning. And then I did a bunch of, you know, stuff to get ready to go to the zoo, got to the zoo, went to two different fast food places after the zoo, mind you, because Evie wanted Chick-fil-A and I wanted chicken salad chick and we weren't negotiating. And I get home and I'm like, I got data or alive stuff I got to do. I had just a couple little like admin things I had to get done. And holy hell, Charlie walks in the door and he's like, you could tell he's like close to tears. He's like, I need to talk to you right now. He's so upset. Aww. So upset. And we've been through a lot with Charlie recently that we talked about. We haven't, haven't talked about it on the podcast yet, which we'll touch about on it, I think, in an upcoming episode. But he says to me, and this is a big principle thing. 
So he says that he and a couple of boys were with a group of students coming back from art class and they were talking in the hallway. And he says that they weren't being unruly, but then they got somewhere and the art teacher said to his teacher, these three boys were talking. And so she, without asking the boys if they were talking, because Charlie was like, I actually wasn't talking. When she got to them, she looked at them and said, you're going to have lunch detention today for talking in the hallway. Now, not only was it like lunch detention, which to me, if you have kids who need to be stimulated, they need to be able to talk. And lunch and recess are the two places they have the freedom to do that. But in addition to that, their class had won a pizza party, not a school pizza party, an outside pizza service coming in. And they were eating lunch outside as a picnic table. And she gave these boys lunch detention on their special day that they earned this party. For talking? For talking. I lost my ish. And I don't usually lose it. And I also don't usually talk about my children's teachers while they're in class with them. Yeah. But I'm so angry. I emailed her and I just emphatically said, This is not like a request. It was like, in no way, shape, or form, are you ever to use recess or lunch as a punishment for my kid? Give him 100 multiplication problems. Make him write his name 100 times. Teach him handwriting. But you're not going to take away those two things that he needs to be able to get some energy out during the day. And I was like, this is one week after we got a pretty serious diagnosis for Charlie that we've been dealing with the school on and we've had like open lines of communication. And the teacher's obviously aware. And she is very aware. She was, I emailed her myself. Yeah. So I am like at a point where I feel I'm so angry because I'm like, what are these moms? We talk about this a lot. There are moms who feel like they have no voice. There are moms who feel like they hear something from their kid's school and they just have to take it at face value. But I am so tired of this kind of punishment for kids. It's, it's like, it's what world do we live in where taking recess away Makes Which kids they barely calm down. have anyway. Right. It's like 20, 30 minutes. Like I remember, I remember realizing that re- I think they get two 15 minute recesses. Yeah. Like that's what's built in. Do you know, I had a teacher um, in third grade. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's been so long I could name her, But you her, can still right? remember it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she picked on me. Yeah. I like, had that. My mom ended up having to go advocate for me because, um, because like, there was just no reason for me. To, I was, I think she didn't like me because I had this teacher who was just a dream oh. the year before in second grade. To this day, we keep in touch yep. on Facebook. I have teachers like that. Oh my I gosh. Love it. And I, I was, a, I, I guess you would call like a little bit of a teacher's pet. Like we were just super close. Yeah. She was just everything you could want in a second grade teacher. Oh. And then third grade. I mean, it was like I couldn't do anything without getting in trouble, and I was so sensitive to it. I was yeah. like Radley is now, really. Yeah. I would cry if mm-hmm. I didn't please my teachers. And this teacher would go so far as to, like, it, I had this third-grade teacher and then one dance teacher who didn't like it that I was, like, a happy kid. Yeah. Like, yeah. she wanted mm. me to be, like— Upset. Yeah. She'd be like, yeah. oh, that smile on your face. You kind of expect that in a ballet company, mm-hmm. perhaps, right? But this teacher, like, I was even really good friends with this girl who English was a second language, and I would teach her a lot of new words. And so she had picked up something derogatory that she said to the teacher, and the teacher punished me. I didn't teach her that. Mm. Of course I didn't. But there were things like that that just, it just didn't make any sense. It really is frustrating. And it was like, I felt like my teacher bullied me. Well, Charlie got punished for something he didn't do, and he 
told the same teacher emphatically, I didn't do that. Yeah. And then later in the day, a little girl came forward and said, I did that. I <gasps> no wrote that. No yep. way. And, and wow. Charlie told me there was no apology. Wow. Yeah. Really? So, and so there are things like that that make me just like. That's very frustrating. I think the apology on. Oh, okay. I'm going to take a step back because I feel like when I got bullied by a few teachers in high school mm-hmm. and I, I feel very strongly and I'll, and I'll share that, but I think teachers and educators sometimes feel like their hands are tied and in the sense of like, what can I do? I'm trying to fix a problem and I'm playing devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Play devil's not, advocate. For sure. So thinking about a teacher trying to wrangle a classroom mm-hmm. and everything there's a problem. I'm going to fix it. You guys are all in trouble. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like, and having grace for that moment, it, was there any like conversation or discourse before no. you responded to her or were you just like fired? Oh no, out? there was five. There was, this is the third time in the last two weeks that she's, singled that him she's out. either like singled him out for lunch detention or something. And, and to be fair, I was at the school the last time and I was like, I'm checking him out. He's not having lunch detention. He's having lunch with my parents. Is there any part of you, and I, I just playing devil's advocate, yes. that you think that there's any issues that you might need to chat with Charlie about? Like, is does Charlie he has any lots fault? of issues, and he well, holds lots of fault. And no, I've I just had, meant in these specific in these specific. He should instances. he shouldn't talk, but to me, the punishment has to fit the crime. Period. Okay. Okay. So there that is makes no, yeah. there is absolutely no way that I would be like you talked, and there was no other yeah. punishment other than lunch detention. So what grade is Charlie in? Fifth. So what's crazy is when I was in fifth grade, we had like this, this was silly, but we had like the apple charts, you know, oh, yeah. or like the yeah. trees, like Something. where like you got your star taken down and yep. then it got moved into a different basket. Yep. And then if it got into this basket, then Clip you- Clip charts, gold coins, any number of things yeah, that people that use. Yeah, that you had, like, you had like certain warnings. Yep. So do you think that just in general, you should advocate for change on disciplinary actions? So because I already I did ag- that once. I agree with like- I don't think recess and lunch should ever be taken away from a kid. Yeah, I, no. I would agree with that. But like, I think sometimes teachers feel like their hands might be a little I don't think tied. that's the case at the school. And Every the, teacher well, has a different positive reinforcement. Every teacher okay. has a different discipline. And I did, when we first started at the school, Mason got lunch detention for being tardy five times. And he wasn't tardy. It was like an orthodontist appointment. He was sick one day. It was like five. So and, your and kid was getting punished for you. For me. And I flipped out and they changed it at our school. To be fair, they changed the policy because it isn't. A, if my child is driving themselves to high school, going by the grocery store, going to Starbucks, grabbing a Planet smoothie, you bet your ass you can ding them for being tardy. Yeah. They're tardy. But my kindergartner is not going to get lunch detention for having an unexcused absence. I, know, that's I will throw you yeah. down over that. Like, it's not going to happen. <laughs> and thank so God funny. the assistant principal was like, I totally get it. Like, that makes sense. We're going to try a new policy. And, and granted, it was a county policy, but they approached the county and were like, this is what we're going to do. And and I I think for most of the time, like, it works. But the joke is, like, kindergartner, our principal is so awesome that I think most of the time the kindergartners think they're, like, they're cool. Because no, they're going to have lunch with them. Oh, I mean, I, a, I don't have a, a child in school. And so I'm just, I'm trying to like play the other side. Just to There have, is no like, side here. I know okay. there's not. Like, I get it. Okay. I get what you're saying. Because every teacher has 25, 30 students to wrangle, right. right? And they have to be able to wrangle them. I think that there are teachers, and I've now come across two. And my kids have been in school a cumulative, what, 12, 14, 15, 17 years, like cumulatively. Yeah. 
And I've come across two that I, I feel like have, I've had issues with. And my issues are because I feel like they, they pick on a kid. Mm-hmm. And it's not always like that. But there are teachers that just, they don't get along with certain personalities. Yeah. And I would have hoped that all of the diagnostics that we had done on Charlie recently that I sent to her, I would have hoped that she would have a little bit of kindness and empathy for what he was going through. And instead of making him feel worse, start just approaching him, uh, approaching him a little bit differently. Yeah. And and that's what really bugs me. And I get, listen, they're going to be in sixth grade next year. It is a different ball game, but there is also something about nonstop preparing to prepare. Right. And when they are preparing to prepare for sixth grade, all of fifth grade, it's like, let them be fifth graders. Yeah. They're still fifth graders, mentally, developmentally, all of it. And I don't know. I feel like there's a million, a million things that they could have, that she could have done in that moment to make those kids think more. Have a check. Well, like even old school, you have to write your, these, these like words. Yeah. A hundred times. I will say I am not. I'm personally not a fan of big little feelings. Yeah. Um, like on Instagram. Like mm-hmm. sometimes I like stuff they're saying, but like just personally, like I'm not always a fan. But yeah. they always will say, like, if you're an adult, I I do like how they break things down. Like yeah. they're like, if you're an adult, let's say this this is how the situation play out. Now put that in your kids' world because whatever's happening in your adult world is just as big. Yeah. Like whatever they're happening. If a toy gets taken away, that's gonna be just yep. as big as like your car getting crashed or yep. like whatever. Like that. It, and I do think that teachers maybe need to sometimes, like, put themselves in the, like, it's a really big world for the kids getting yeah. in trouble and getting lunch taken away. It, mm-hmm. It's That's something so Those easy. Those are core memories. That, yes, but that's something that's so easy in an authoritative position. I can mm-hmm. just take that away. You're yep. not listening. I'm just going to take that away. Yep. With, in, without breaking it down and, like, having a process, hey, you're going to get this take, even if that punishment is going to stay the same, you have three warnings before you get to that punishment mm-hmm. or some type of like yep. something Sometimes to prepare it feels the arbitrary. kids to have a check. I know? agree. Sometimes it feels arbitrary. And there's all those like class dojo. I mean, there's a million reward. There's a million everything. I say that right all the time. There's a, a ton million. of those. There's a million reward apps. <laughs> Let's like, them all there's right now. one, two, three, <laughs> at least three that I can think of <laughs> off the top of my head. That's a million. Close to a million. It's very close. close. to a million. <laughs> no. So there's all like reward. There's all kinds of things. And very I get, huge. Very big numbers. Very huge numbers. <laughs> I get those like those dings every day. Like <laughs> so-and-so has a point. So-and-so did well. I love that. Uh, but it's just, I don't know. I just, I have an issue. And, and, and this is not even about my kid as much as it is about all kids. Yeah. We have to stop taking away their time to be physically free. Yeah. It just keeps happening. And I've seen it so much. Well, even like you were saying that you got picked on by a teacher. I got picked on really bad by a teacher when I was in high school. Um, it was my chemistry teacher. Like she was awful to me. She was mean to me. It was the only class in my entire life that I've gotten a C in. Mm -hmm. And that was devastating for me. I actually, after seeing the movie Patch Adams, I wanted to be a doctor for like quite a bit of my high school. I was like, do I want to go into entertainment? Because I wanted to help people like so bad. Mm -hmm. And me like hating chemistry so much is what I was just like, nope, there's no way I'm going into this field. Mm -hmm. But my mom had to have a talk with her and she was like, what like what is going on like why are why are you doing this Kayla what like she is a 4.0 GPA like what is going on because she's yeah you know there was a time that I was failing that class and she's like there's this isn't and I was going home so upset and the teacher looked at my mom and she goes well Kayla's just so 
And my mom goes, Kayla, so what? And she goes, oh, never mind. And she's like, so what? And she's like, she's just so easy. And she was meeting that, like, I'm easy to pick on. And, like, my mom got, like, really fresh. Because this teacher would do things, like, she would take, like, oh, this is why I failed chemistry. Um, The little, like, glass, like, beaker. beaker. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'm like, what is that called? What is this? (laughs) She wouldn't know. And she would, like, if, if it would be water, she would just, like, toss the water on me, like, and it wasn't in this Jeez. funny sense. Like, she just picked on me. Yeah. And so, like, my mom had to have a chat mm. with her, and it never stopped. Like, mm. I ended up, like, getting by with a C in that class, and, like, I just never took one of her classes again. And yeah. it really deterred me what away. What was that? It was my junior year of okay. high school, which that was, was like, a huge year that right before college and everything. And For so sure. it was really hard. And then my other teacher that picked on me— um, he he looked at me and he told me we he was also my track coach and he said you would shave off about three seconds if you lost about ten pounds yeah. and this is in high school and like I remember my mom came to him and he would now as an adult looking back I can see he was just probably just like a John thank God my husband's not a teacher <laughs> making a comment joking and then like. Because he came, he's like, Kaylon, he came and, like, apologized, yeah. like, after my mom talked to him. Yeah. So, I think that, like, I don't know, Te- teaching is such a delicate thing that if you don't have the temperament to treat every kid yep. as, like, an equal, like, it's probably not the profession you're supposed to be in. It, it does have to be difficult. I mean, it, and does it sounds yeah, very similar. My third grade thing was very mm-hmm. similar to yours. We're like... Like, I don't think... This I, teacher just didn't like me. I don't think I, <laughs> I ever got to be until college. Like, yeah. I was... I was a very good student. I was yeah. a total goody two shoes. Mm. I was I was and still have that part of me that's a people pleaser. Yeah. And that was really the only time in my whole school career that my mom had to step in. Yeah. yeah. And go, what's happening here? Yeah. And I hope it doesn't come off like we are in any way <clears throat> bashing teachers. I I think there is yeah. no more like no more important job and in some ways no more thankless job at times. Oh, I think yeah. it's because, I think they're so underpaid. Yep. Yeah. It's so thankless. Yeah. I mean but I do think there are teachers that have checked out, and it's sort of like yeah. there are bad teachers. There are both I mean, there ends. are. There yeah. are teachers who are most teachers like, are amazing. Yeah, but there are yeah. teachers who are just done, and they just don't. And I'm not saying that's the case with this teacher, but there are teachers that are just they're done. And that's kind of the case with every profession mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah. It's just that you know it's our job as moms to balance enabling, yep. yeah, versus stepping in to advocate for our kids yep. when it's time. I mean, I feel like. With my kids' teachers, we've been so lucky to just have awesome teachers. I mean, yeah. Yeah. the most that we've encountered is what you were talking about, Kayla, where it's like everyone gets in trouble because a few kids were acting up. Yeah. And Radley does not handle that well, Mm-mm. but he needs to experience it. Yeah. I don't, with that as a kid, my mom would be punishing my sister and I if something happened. And it's like, sometimes you just have to know, well, hey, like. You do get to a point where it's like the village, you have to yeah. rally. But then there are always rowdy kids who are yeah. always, 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 always instigating and in trouble. And we've talked about how, like, it's so nice to see a mom who's like, oh, yeah, my my kid, that's the one causing trouble. Yep. Yeah. Versus going like, no, my kid would, no. And because well, you're not helping your kid by doing that. That's advocate. I'm no. like, I, I'm the first to say my child gets in trouble daily with well, me. We, I mean, and we, I am his, yes, I am his well, biggest yeah. critic. But that yeah. doesn't mean I'm okay with other people giving out punishments that are too harsh for things that he does. Yeah. I feel like it is a teacher's job to balance a punishment with a crime. Yeah. And, you know, we, that's why we have 
guide, you know, we have county guidelines for discipline, right? Yeah. And and I don't mean like little things, but I mean big things. And that's yeah. why those exist. And, you know, the principals have very little leeway. I mean, we experienced that with Ava. They have very little leeway when something happens. And so I, I don't know. I I am just, I'm really done with the silent lunch. Do you remember we talked to Amy Kennedy about this once? It was like silent lunches. She had like, she was done with it. She's like, we're not, my kids aren't doing silent lunches anymore. Y'all are just making me going to homeschool even more. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> or you have to advocate for your kids because what you guys are talking about, I had a second grade teacher, Miss Kathy Brown at Anastown Elementary School. She was a horrendous wench and she <laughs> affected me to this day, to this day. And to be fair. I did not see that coming. <laughs> Oh, to be fair, my mom went to bat. She went to the principal. She's like, we want to get her teacher changed. This is not good. It's affecting our child so much. And the principal said no. And my mom said, that is where I learned a lesson in parenting. And she's like, it is my biggest regret that I didn't go to bat for you because I should have. Yeah. And she's like, I didn't realize the waves that my voice could make if I used it appropriately. And, yeah. and for me, that situation was so devastating that whole year. And shaped so much of me and in some ways unshaped well, Look, look what you did when that happened to your kid. You advocated for ultimately the yeah. entire county. Yeah. I'm I'm just, I'm kind of over, I'm just kind of over it. I feel like I've seen it so much recently. And these kids just get dinged and dinged. And it's always the kids that need the extra time. They yeah. need to be outside. I mean, our, our schools need double the amount of recess yeah. they have to begin yeah. with. So taking away. Well, I mean, well, you the guys, physical activity even yeah. stress. Yes. You guys know how passionate I am about yeah. like outside time and like mm -hmm. nature time. It's yeah. like even if, if and when Loxley goes to school, I mean, she, she will go to school, not if. But you uh, mean like public school? Yeah, public yeah. school, private school, homeschool, whatever. I'm a huge advocate for like learning outside. I know mm -hmm. like growing up, we used to like, sometimes take the classroom outside and yeah. it's like so big for kids to, yeah. to get you're gonna start grounding. a whole school aren't you i man i don't know i know maybe maybe it's we're so already talking about knowing it. you yep. you're like maybe we're already to exist and all of a sudden kayla's yep. gonna have yeah i mean that is a huge compliment by the way yeah i i totally think that you know i will say though like to a teacher's credit we're sitting here like we all can single-handedly Think of like one or two teachers that negatively impacted mm -hmm. us as 30, 40 years later, right? Yep. We're, we're sitting here with this trauma from teachers yeah. from, you know, grade school. Yep. And what's nuts, it's like, how many great teachers did we have compared to the one or two bad apples? I had two amazing ones, Elaine Smith and Nancy Waite. They're my Facebook friends. And I deal with them all the time because yeah. I love them. They impacted my life in a great way. So those people matter and those those teachers that have a positive impact on your life are going to forever leave an imprint. Yeah, but like you you don't forget that. Mm -mm. So I I feel like if you're a teacher, if you feel like you're in the trenches and you're just kind of going through the motions yeah. and you're frustrated with the regulations and you're frustrated with this, like just know that however you are teaching right now, a child will never forget you. Mm -hmm. You will either have a great memory with them or a bad one. There's like, and that's it. <laughs> you will either be like, awesome. like I was like Ursula. tap dancing with my second grade teacher. That's and then you amazing. had the one who. Yeah, yeah. you're either Ariel uh, or Ursula. Ariel that's or Ursula. Just like, they, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's never going to stop. I love but it's it. true. Teachers have a huge impact. And it's almost yep. like with parenting, how. 
there are going to be memories that our kids have of ways that we screwed them up. Yeah. You know, it's almost like our life as parents where there's these moments mm-hmm. and hopefully the really good ones outweigh yep. the times we oh, yeah. were not at our best. And it's like that, except you've got this whole string of different teachers and professors over the course of your education. Yep. I had this. Uh, okay. So I had a band instructor and he was actually one of my favorite teachers, but I guarantee there are students that say he was borderline verbally abusive. He Ooh. would be like, you lopsided peach liquor fart. Like he wow. was like, I'm not even kidding you. If someone went to Parkway. Peach liquor fart. It, I'm a not peach, even lopsided. It, it's like the most Emoji random He would like, he would say the most, you play that note. You go on four. You go on. Like he was, he was aggressive, but we learned like, he's one of my favorite teachers I've ever had. And it never really scared me mm-hmm. like and he would spit when he would yell and he would get so mad he'd throw his stick throw his and little, like <gasps> yeah yep. it just made me remember something yeah and finish your, I'll, don't and, wait, I'll, ugh, crazy. but what's crazy it's like he believed in everybody that like mm. how mad he got was the best <laughs> thing i mean i'm oh, not yeah. even kidding you if you went to parkway and you just heard what i said Please like comment <laughs> and name that you remember Mr. Sherrick saying because he he's still one of my favorite like teachers ever. And I just know that like as an adult, I'm like, he got so mad because he had this level of excellence yep. and you were not to like blow or you were not to perform beneath that. Mm-hmm. And he used to say um, to to be early is to be on time. To be on time is to be late. And to be late is just unacceptable. And like, I will Five never. Five minutes late per kid. That's I my, will oh never. God. That makes so much sense now knowing does. you. It does. It's hilarious. I will never, I will never forget that. Is there one teacher in a, I know you just said yours. Mm-hmm. So Corey, who is a teacher who you just feel like changed your life and set you up for success? Oh, I had, I've had so many amazing ones. Like yeah. my, um, my second grade teacher, Miss Goldman, who became Miss Goldberg. She was like, to this day, I just think that, of like. That might be the most know, amazing. Hilarious. Yeah. Golden yeah. Goldberg, <laughs> yeah. I love it. And she yeah. honestly awesome. was just such a, um, a positive reinforcement when I was a really little kid. And that yeah. year in second grade, I had to wear like a knee brace for part of the time. And I just remember feeling so encouraged. And I felt, um, I felt capable and I felt smart and I felt happy. And it just, I feel like yeah. having those experiences um, where a teacher just like sort of embraces who you are mm-hmm. and lets you be that I yep. think it's so important with little kids like like Radley's had these teachers who are kind of maternal like his kindergarten teacher mm. was very maternal Aww. and now he has this teacher who's just she's younger and he just adores her like she, I just have the best teacher teacher you yep. know and Aww. and all of his little quirks his teachers have just like understood him and taken the time to get to know him and that's what I think is really cool when you have a teacher who really wants to understand their students and you have parents who really want to um, to reinforce yeah. whatever a teacher is seeing at school at home. So like, yeah. you know, we always t- ask our teachers, even with Teddy, if you're seeing any behaviors or, yeah. or um, emotional sensitivities, let us know what you see so that we can kind of be helpers at yeah. home. And, and it, because you yeah. don't always see that. Right. And sometimes I can be even like, too harsh on my kids. Rats very sensitive. Don't be like, come on, you need to be tougher. And I also sometimes need to appreciate that he's just a very sensitive kid and let him feel his feels a little bit more. And sometimes I'm guilty of being too tough on him. But I think if there is an openness on the side of the teacher and an openness on the side of a parent, that it creates a really great situation where you do have kids who, um, 
learn great social relationships. They learn empathy. They learn how to communicate with the people around them, how to be a good friend, Mm -hmm. how to live in the world. I mean, you know, you have all these differing personalities within the classroom Mm -hmm. and you have to work together a lot. And I just feel like there is so much great education, not just academically, but socially to be had when you do have those teachers who really see kids. Yeah. And I think that that I'm not, I don't want to get back on this topic, but I think that's such a big part of like, what we need to make sure we're doing for kids, especially in this world of social media and so much negativity. We see oh, them. Yeah. And so we see them. And yeah. that is all I ask of the teachers. I'm like, yep. you can be hard on them where you need to, and you can please be open with us about everything yep. we need to yeah. work on. But I want you to see them. And if you have a class of 18 kids or 25 kids, I know that can be difficult. Yeah. And especially but after a year, you know, you know those you kids and you know you their do. hearts and you know their yeah. intentions. And if you don't, then out. there's a problem at that point. Yeah. You're with them day in, yep. day out. We have t- told our teachers like, hey, if our kids need to see the counselor and just talk about things or be in certain yep. groups, I mean, we really encourage that because school is the place where starting from a very young age, yes, you are learning to cope. Yep. You are learning to, um, to deal with transitions as you're going yeah. mm-hmm. from different classes and different activities you're and learning different teachers. Life's not fair. Yeah. Sometimes it is fair. Like you're learning to navigate friend groups, things. different kinds of personalities, you know, failure, kindness, rejection, winning. Like, in fact, I would love for counseling and learning, you know, learning empathy and learning social interaction and, 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 and coping with stress. Mm-hmm. It's where I think the physical activity is actually so important it's for really kids. really important. Yeah. Um, I would love to be that in curriculum yeah. from about third grade yeah. where kids actually have like once a month, even they talk to a counselor. Well, you know, you know that the, the, the whole new Tennessee bill, that was yeah. part of the yeah. governor Lee's thing. And that's, yeah, it's a big deal is, is you no know, added professionals need, in that, in that. They just need like that space. That. Jen, do you feel well, better getting it off well, your chest? Yeah, today? and I, I'll also say, like, I felt so good coming into the county we're in because, I mean, my kids have been in school, in public schools in one, two, three. This is their fourth district and their third state, right? So I was ex- I was really happy because if the administration is great, you can deal with anything. And that's how our schools are. They're great. And I was also just really, I think, emboldened because this is the first county we've been in at least at this point in time where the sixth graders in middle school have recess. And I don't know if it's once a week, but it's still, it's, it's something. I mean, they have like outdoor time, like where they just allowed to just be outside. And I, it's so important that my I nephew, don't understand. Yeah. My nephew, he started r- doing a running club oh, thing yeah. before school. And it was amazing yeah. for him because he was getting this, you know, kids are so pent up. They have so mm-hmm. much energy and that physical aspect of things. I'll sign up for Kayla's outdoor school. I'm yeah. Ready. Go ahead. And our kids <laughs> typically in fall and spring, our kids bike to school to and from school. So they're getting, we try to get them outside <laughs> as much as possible. It just yeah. irritates me when it's like, hey, your kid is having trouble focusing. So he's going to miss recess today. That makes sense. What kind of punishment do they use at Montessori? Um, Montessori is like, it's basically like timeouts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's, they're very gentle with the yeah. kids. And I honestly, like, I love the teachers there so much. I mean, they really appreciate that kids are kids mm-hmm. and that they have, they do have big feelings and that sometimes they overreact. And so they're really big on, you know, teaching them to be kind, teaching them ways to manage their big feelings when they happen. And so, yeah. 
Um, with Bash, you know, when he was three, particularly, like he would just go through, you know, these phases where he wasn't using his words, he's melting down. And so his teachers, there are like, okay, let's find our words. Yep. You know, Rad went through a big phase of not listening. He wasn't misbehaving. He was just la, 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 like mm. not listening. So it was really focusing him on, okay, let's direct our attention. Yep. Let's listen the first time. That we're asked to do yep. something. That's the hardest thing for me. I'm I'm just starting to go through that with Loxley. Mm-hmm. That it's not that she's like being mean or bad, but like I'll ask her to do something and da, da, like she'll like just be si- like she'll be in her own world. And it's hard because you don't want to yell at your kid yeah. or like yeah. get angry, like or frustrated or punish them when yeah. they're just kind of like look at my armpit. Like, hey, what what what'd yep. you say? Like it's so hard. So I love that like. I don't know if they're in school. They're not just like you're gonna get a timeout. Oh, like, so, I mean, and it's more nice. so like I don't hey, even know. Yo, if it's like direct. I remember <clears throat> Rad kind of getting like he had to sit in a certain area sometimes. But I've truly never even heard of Bash having to do that. It's always do they even have, like, clip charts or anything where well, it's like send, you're on green or you're on like. Do they do any of that where it's like your behavior's good, yours is questionable right now? I don't you're think in red, they, like you need to stop. Yep. Like I don't know, honestly. I mean. They, they will definitely talk to us about mm. things that happen. But even when there's incidents that they have to write up, typically it's like, you know, like, I, I just love the teachers. They, they'll always go like, you know, <laughs> there have been times when they're like, okay, so this happened. But like, also that kid tends to push uh, a little bit. Yeah. Yep. And so, so this yeah. happened. So, you know, you know, it, you know, we didn't have to talk to Bash about it, but like, but, you know, here's the setup and they're mm-hmm. very good yeah. about making sure that kids are not just punished. Yeah. Yeah, that's good because what I think what frustrates me is I made a point to go in and sit down with both of Charlie's teachers and say, here's how you can reach him. He is the kid Mm -hmm. who you're going to have to touch him. Mm -hmm. Like when you're walking by his desk, if he's not answering you, you're going to have to touch him on the shoulder. Like you're going to have to find ways to redirect him. And I told them, I was like, we have been we have been very concerned that he has ADHD and we're going to get into this in a future episode, I know. But like he does, in fact, have severe ADHD. And we just found that out last week. So learning to cope with that has been new for me too, because, you know, I have been so overwhelmingly frustrated with him and it doesn't help because he can't, he doesn't understand, he can't make those connections in his head. So, so I think if I hadn't taken the time to go in and say, listen, I know this is going to be frustrating for you. These are, this is how we reach him at home. And this is like what you were giving them some tools. I've given yeah. them a lot of tools. Well, um, and that's the thing is that teachers have it so much on their plates. Yes, we they obviously do. can't expect them to also be yeah. therapists. No, right. But what we can do is do yep. our part as parents to inform them as well as we possibly can. In fact, uh, when we do our teacher conferences at the Montessori school and even the conferences at the public school, you know, we usually do talk about that. Like, what do you guys do at home? You know, yep. I've talked to Rad's teacher. Yeah. Usually, three deep breaths does a world of good for him. Yeah. And so she was saying, oh yeah, the breath, the breathing seems to work really well for him. So that's again, where I think you are doing what a parent should do. And if you've done your piece, it's, you're much more entitled to be frustrated when a teacher is not taking the tools you've given them and using them. Well, it's like, it's still hard, I guess. And then how does it differ? How does it differ with rad at public school? Like, cause you're, mm -hmm. you guys are in another County than we are. Mm -hmm. So what's Mm -hmm. the, what is what is the sort of like because I know every teacher in our county has their own thing and usually at orientation, parent night, you know, whatever, meet the teacher day. Mm-hmm. They'll go over. This is my this is how I you know do behavior modification. Is there like a way that you've heard that their teachers kind of. I should probably know that. And I have 
no idea. Yeah. But rad is such a goody two shoes. I'll mm. probably learn more as I have more kids come up through the school system. I mean, rads come home, like I said, very upset that, yeah. that the whole class got punished. And usually it's just that a beha- like something's taken away. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not allowed to whatever. Um, but, you know, we haven't ever had to deal with the detention. Now, we do know there's a kid in the same grade that was suspended. Like we've heard yeah. about that happening with other kids who have gotten in, in bigger trouble. But, um, you know, I, I don't think we ever really went over that. Yeah. Like we could obviously talk to her about that. I'm sure the school has certain there's pro- yeah. it's pro- there's probably a handbook I have read a long time ago. And it just <laughs> like, I don't know, like I Doesn't read matter. all the material. That's how I just felt about my been... first two. Like I wanted to know what they were yeah. because the positive behavior reinforcement really works to me. The embarrassment yeah. of like you belong on red. The public sort of, I've never, I mean, whatever, to each their own in that regard. But uh-huh. I've never loved that. I can always usually tell if I'm going to click with a teacher by like how they. Mostly what I've seen is re- a reward mm-hmm. system for help doing extra help. They have, they have these like certain little tickets that yep. they give out to kids who have gone above and beyond in terms of being helpful, being mm-hmm. respectful, being good listeners. So what I've seen, yeah. at least with Rad being my only in public school, is more about reinforcing positive behavior mm-hmm. than punishing bad behavior. Well, that's interesting because in Charlie's class, when they get into fifth grade, and they may do it in fourth grade too, I can't remember because my years sort of blend together, but they do this thing called scholar dollars, mm-hmm. and they do it as a grade. And basically, they're given money, right, for certain behaviors, doing certain things, completing things on time, yeah. and they're debited for things that are not completed or behaviors, talking, having to repeatedly go to their, you know, whatever it is. And I actually use that with my kids. My kids all have checking accounts. They all have Mm -hmm. check cards and I have absolute control over their checking accounts. And if I say to them, you are going to get three warnings to bring that trash can down from upstairs. If I get to the third time and Mason or Charlie has not brought that down, I'll be like, I'm debiting your account $2. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. I have yet to actually ever take it out because usually they're like, I'm on it. I'm on it right now. I'm on it. Because it's so effective. I money, do that. This matters. is completely different. But I get a trash bag mm-hmm. upstairs. And when it's like time to clean like Loxley's toys, like I'll be like, all right, we're going to set a timer. Whatever you don't have put away, it's going to go in the trash bag. Ty does that. And Evie goes, but, I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> that's bash. But you, so, but what she doesn't know. So there's been a couple <laughs> times that it's broke my heart because I literally like threw it in the trash bag. Mm-hmm. I put it back right. after like. But it's the but lesson. It's the, it's the lesson. And it's really hard because one time she thought I threw away her most, like, one of her, like, favorite stuffies. I'm like, I oh. told you to put it away. And she, <laughs> like, there was, like, and I'm, I felt awful. And so the next morning when she was like, yay, it's not in the trash. And I was like, well, you know, honey, like, mommy gave, mommy got it out of the trash for you. But, like, you have to learn to put her away. Like, and that's yeah, a good so, lesson. you're ready to, like, take over the school. Like, <laughs> do you know, I... Don't want to run for school board because there's some crazy people in our county. But I did get behind someone who ran for school board um, this past year. And he wasn't in my zone, but I campaigned for him hardcore. And he won. And he has been a really, he's a really good advocate and he's going to continue to be. And that's the kind of thing I think is important is like, you you can't just be someone that complains. We talked about this. You can't just be someone who complains online. You can't just be someone who gets into debates with people on Facebook unless yeah. you take action. And so it's a big thing for me is an enacting change. I don't know. If politics weren't so dirty, I'd love to. I'd love well, to this is what I love. You're recognizing that there's a problem and yeah. you're out there trying to find people to make it change. Jeez. <laughs> oh, my oh, my goodness. And this is a good mm. reminder for me because I don't usually speak up unless, it, unless it's something pretty yeah. extreme. And I think it's good for 
moms to have the reminder that you can speak up. And yeah. also the reminder. And if you can't, call Jen. She'll speak yeah. up for you. Yeah. And she'll write the email. Anyways. I was just also going to say that it's it. also important for all of us moms to remember mm. that we we have to be partners with the teacher. Yeah. Yep. It's, so, a, it's definitely a partnership yeah. for sure. Okay. All well, right. We're out. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. See you guys in. next week. Okay, bye. <laughs> The Hi My Name is Mom Studio is brought to you by The Yard Sale Store. They have three locations in Middle Tennessee, and you'll always find really cool stuff you didn't even know you needed at 30 to 90% off retail. Check them out at yardsalestore.com and on socials at Yard Sale USA. Your name is Mom.